You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. I'm Tom. I'm Bob. I'm Bob. When I'm inside, we're so, in a car right now. So Bob is uh, stepped out of the vehicle. We're recording in the vehicle right now. Uh, Bob had a road vehicle ra- road, Patrick talks like an alien. Road <laughs> road rage incident. He's outside the vehicle. Uh, and he just body slammed someone onto the pavement. Well, you and I are going to do the uh, intro. The, oh yeah, this is going to be rough. How do you feel about it? I'm feeling okay. He he kind of keeps us on task. He does. I float away I, like a little this. bit. <laughs> like right now. So. Uh, let's do sponsors. Do you think we can do them without his aid? We can do it. You're very optimistic. All right. Uh, I'm going to do Closed Casket. Are you ready for that? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. So, uh, Closed Casket, a number of years ago, that's probably 2016. Does that sound right? Or 2014? I don't even know. Put out the uh, Incendiary Zabalba Split. Now, this... There's, I was surprised to find that copies still exist of this. I have to imagine that they're down to the last few. Uh, this split turned so many people on to both bands yeah it was in my view one of the last big splits that i'm aware of and i again surprised that these copies exist go buy it because tom strong material from both bands absolutely and songs they still play songs they still play from a split that's crazy yeah, yeah. Uh, Incendiary definitely plays one of their songs, and I believe um, Zababa does too. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is like, I think this introduced Zababa to a wider audience in, you know, New York and the East Coast, and I think it definitely helped Incendiary on the West Coast. And now they're like, those two bands are like buds for life too, which is cool. So it's Incendiary. Uh, they don't like when I low rate them and, and, and say that. Shocking. <laughs> They don't like when I say they're not worth what I think they're worth. <laughs> but here's the gag is I am I'm their the good I'm their good luck charm. Yes. yes. Because every You go, this is gonna suck and they go, Oh cool, we just drew a thousand people. Right. And I get clowned every fucking time. Yeah, when you start getting on their side, you they're gonna they're they're they gonna be, like, be nervous. Oh, fuck. Yes, no for sure. You're you're fucking William Gacy. William <laughs> Macy. <laughs> for sure. Uh so cause they just did they just do a big West Coast show? Yeah, they did too. They played. Uh, well, at the time you're hearing this, it's probably two months and before they did uh, the, 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 the Shea Cafe. Okay, sold out Shea, um, and then they hold on. I'm gonna be the cooler. I can sell out Shea. Come on, okay, that's cool. Not a big probably space. not. Yeah, right. um, and then they played uh, that venue, seventeen twenty in downtown LA, with uh, it was uh, Criminal Instinct, Eyes of the Lord, Vamakara, Gulch, uh, da, what Downpressor. Uh, da, 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 da. Was that everybody? That's Fuck, a, I'm sorry if I missed it. That's a fucking you. good show. Um, yeah, they did a thousand kids. 
Oh, well, yeah, so no really deal. I should just st- stick all the sentiment that I have into yeah, my Yeah, same hash. night as Poison the Well. <laughs> I drew Poison the Well, so no big deal. Whatever. No big deal. Incendiary, uh, one of the uh, quietly very big bands in hardcore. I don't know if it's quiet anymore. Nah? I feel the most like known I band feel, in hardcore, man. Yeah, but I feel like they don't constantly self-promote, and so it feels lower key than Oh, they're is. not going to be like another sold-out show. They that's don't what do I'm that. saying. Yeah, 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 That's not their style. So, uh, but that... You know that there's many bands that do that. That 100. percent But Incendiary doesn't give a fuck because it's not their career. Right. So, but that's what I think makes it seem low key. Anyway, yeah. continued fucking success to Incendiary. Although I'm watching. So yeah, the, when you go from 750 kids to 700, Patrick will point that out. <laughs> no, but honestly, I'm I'm very happy that they continue to fucking kill. They're and, best dudes. And Zabalba, who doesn't play that much, uh, I think they're doing a new record. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to say that they don't play that much, but when they do, they also fucking kill. They murder, yeah. So, everybody, go check out that material. Uh, it is, uh, I guess, classic for both bands now, yeah. and uh, definitely what turned a lot of people on. Tom, what do you got? Well, you have to go oh, to closedcasketactivities.com. Oh, no, right. uh, I'm bad at this already. You're going to put in the promo code. Axe to grind. And you're going to? Spell it out. There you go. Jesus, you're really bad. Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, you'll notice structure is my failing. Yeah, well, I'm an intuitive. I'm a Pisces. Oh God! Um, our newest sponsor, which we'd really like to thank for, and we're very happy to have you on board, Tolivoli Records, based out of Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm. I love North Carolina. I like South Carolina, but I'll take it. I prefer North Carolina. Um, so the newest record that they have out, which I checked out before they were a sponsor, and I was stoked on it. Um, a record called Indoctrination by Esquela Grind. I was at a show that they played. I'm, I was having a conversation with the other band that was playing during their set, but uh, Through the Wall sounded cool. It's <laughs> the shittiest way to <laughs> Through the Wall, it sounded all right. Yeah. Well, here's what I'll say. People in Albany were very actually excited for this band. Yes. I'm, I don't know exactly. They might be from Albany, you think? I think they might be regional like or like semi-local. Oh, really? I, I think. Um, and they just put out, hold on, let me pull up this video, because the video is amazing. Um, hold on, vamp for me. I, well, here's an interesting thing. I think they're like on the like social justice grind, and I know that's like probably a turnoff for some of our listeners, but here's what I think is interesting. Uh, grind 20 years ago was, the, it was like not terribly woke. <laughs> yeah. It was where a lot of fucking people with weird sentiments <laughs> arrived. Uh, so I was kind of, uh, you know, I, granted I'm not the most up on grind, but uh, I thought it was interesting that they had like a very strong uh, 100%. political message coming right out the gate in a world that, again, there's been plenty of political grind bands, but the ones that were popping when I, th- when I think of the golden age of grind were not. <laughs> no, no. Well, so they put out. They just put out a video. It's it, which you might actually like this. Um, it's three songs in one video. Oh, I do like that. It's three songs, three three minutes and thirty eight seconds. So um, their debut LP, Indoctrination, out on To Live a Lie. Um, the 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 vinyl comes out on Friday, March twentieth. Um, Pre sale starts. Um, will have started already. On um, February 14th, if you want to buy yourself oh, or your nice. partner yeah. a nice Valentine's Day gift, they have merch bundles. Or your potential partner, somebody that you're trying to impress. That's true. Send some roses and uh, this grind record. 
Well, it says special thanks to Trauma and AS220, so maybe they're a Providence band. Oh, that might be. We sound like we're 99 years old. Well, it's just... uh, I don't know geography of where people are, and I'm okay with it. I don't care. Wherever you are, I hope you're happy. Yeah, I can't say that. You know what I mean? Like, I hope it's cool. Yeah, But um, this stuff is really cool, uh, very power violence-y. And to live lie, like, the records I've checked out so far, all of them are sort of different, and I kind of really appreciate that. They're not very pigeonholed into like certain sounds and stuff, um, and I think there's a lot of stuff on there that you would definitely vibe with. Um, but do, yeah, do, do you know what I need? What do you need? So the, the to live a lie material that I think is going to connect with me is I like when things when the purpose of it is ex- is being extreme. Then I can like ride with it. You know what I mean? Like so, even if something isn't my sound, if it's if it's like, remember when nails came out and it was sort of like. Oh, for a hardcore kid, this is the this is the limit. Yes, you know what I mean, and it's and it was kind of fun, right? Because like even, some people like nails, some people don't like nails, but most people would say, "Well, this is as far as I go," and that's fun, right? You, right? Right? So, uh, this I, is my nth. Yeah, this exactly. Is the nth degree. Yeah, and I like I like the nth. Uh, I'm trying to think of what that would be. F- for me personally, probably something more, uh, uh, maybe a little techier than that. You know what I mean? Because uh, I like Carbomb, for example, is one of those bands that we talk about sometimes. That I go, everybody goes, you like Carbomb, and I, and I do because it's like that's as far as it goes. Do you mess <laughs> with any of that like uh, Purient or like Author Punisher? Uh, Author Punisher, I like I like the for lack of a better word, I like the gimmick. Um, but uh like I feel like that's my I can't get into it. I, well that's beyond my purview. Yeah. I like fast hardcore and this is, you know, like um so so yeah. you like fast hardcore so you can go one step beyond into grind into uh power violence. Yes. But I then, prefer po- power violence cuz it feels more hardcore to me and punk. Yeah, I feel that. You know. So you go to live a lie to live a lie.com. That's correct. What would you do? Uh you put in a promo code. What's that promo code? Uh, it's axe to grind. Okay, and then uh, how, what do you want to do with that? Spell it out. There you go. Yeah, we should have played much more incompetent than that. We did okay. No, but we should have been like, like oh, wait, where's wait, wait, Bob? Uh, yeah. What do you do with the thing? And then you put it in the, what do you just say it? <laughs> is this some kind of. You speak into your disk drive. Is there some kind of code that you like, you do the thing and Yo, then you, you, you scan it? I was in a business the other day that I didn't get to ask if it was a gag or not. They had floppy disks. What? Yeah. Like the little three and a halves or the big bands? No, three ones? and a halves. If it was the big ones, it's obviously a gimmick. But right. the three and a halves, I was thinking, damn, maybe they're just. They're just keeping it real? Yeah, keeping it real. <laughs> they have like an old database that they can't yes. get rid of. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I've had, I used to have the old ones too. The big old fucking, big old flabbies. That was kind of, uh, uh, I don't know if, yeah, I guess I had one computer that had the floppies. Yeah, but then, yeah, and then they went like, oh, you just like pop this thing in and, and then. Then now drives don't even no computers don't even have what CD is a drive anymore. Yeah. Oh right? no, you just look ancient if you got a drive. It's true. Um, what is our talk today? Today we well Bob wanted to do uh, getting to know you, but he has the question. Oh okay. Well, what do you want? What do you and I want to vamp about? What do you want to bullshit about? Um, what do you got in your life right now? Not a whole lot. No. This. You excited about sports? Um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm. I like when baseball starts. Because I know the weather's getting better. Do you get complimented on your eyelashes? No. Really? Do I have nice eyelashes? Yeah, you do. I'm looking at them from the side. Thank you. And you got long eyelashes. Thanks. Mm, very, nice. I, they're mink. <laughs> well, now I don't. I can't, I uh, no. can't back that. <laughs> 
They're vegan mink. I went to a place. Um, no, I don't get complimented on that. Um, what well, would you say you do get complimented on most? Um, physically or? Yeah, anything. Actually, anything. Uh, humor? Y- humor? Uh, I'd probably go humor, intelligence, eyes. I was gonna, You do have nice eyes. Thank you. So that must mean your humor is really off the charts. Maybe. I'm pretty funny. <laughs> you are pretty funny. I'm pretty funny. I, you know what I think? I think you're kind of low rated on the funny. You think so? I'm underrated. I think you're underrated. Because I'm louder, so people, I think, like go, oh, he's the color commentator funny guy. Right. But you have more sneak disses and quick replies. than I'm not very quick. People, and like I'll get like texts and like DMs and be like, yo, when you said blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, but like I'll say something and like... It'll be like a fastball and no one catches it. Yes. And but like you and Bob are talking, I'm like, oh no one even's gonna I'm not even gonna get a fucking pop for that. <laughs> but then people are like, dude, that was fucking amazing. And I'm like, they're like, how did they not catch that? I'm like, I don't know. Because we're all talking. No, but we're you, all white guys podcasting. <laughs> Who do you think is the fastest? Fastest talker or fastest fastball? Fastest uh fast not fastest literal fastball, but fastest like wit reply guy, yeah. Me. You, no, not not in this vehicle, but oh. in life. Um, Do you know who I think is so underrated? Who? Artie Lang, I think, is unbelievably quick. I'm Bob. Oh, yeah. We, no, we covered We did. You. We did a, like, a little, I did one impression of your voice. He did another. Good, good. Um, um, we talked about To Live a Lie. We talked about Close Casket. Shout out to all our sponsors, including Death Wish and Run for Cover 2. Oh, we forgot that part. Yeah, we, we almost did so great. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> we, Pat, we, we, Pat had, was like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? I was like, we got this, man. We got it. We got like... 75% of the way. Did you remember what my unique accent thing was? No. Okay. Uh, let me reach out to those people right now while we're <coughs> podcasting. Sure. Um, yeah, so we yeah we talked about, I brought up a squirrel grind. Um, oh, excellent, yeah. Yeah, did you see the video that they did? I did not. It's three songs and a video. It's really good. It's <laughs> really good. Um, they it's, it's like a home shopping network kind of thing. Ooh. I like that. Where the singer like sells like weapons. It's pretty great. Okay. <laughs> and with that too. And cool. she cuts some guy's arm off with a swordfish. Yo, we I had a lot, of, a lot of pro weapon talk today. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. We're getting in. Weapons. Uh, Second Amendment? Weapons podcast? to grind. Yeah. Two-way, bro. Axe to weapon. Um, so wait, what else, what else did I miss? Anything good? We're talk- he talked about my eyelashes. He asked me what I got complimented most about. I get complimented my, on my eyelashes quite a bit. Let me see from the side. Oh, yeah. No, you're good. Well, you um, they, and they've been singed off several times. <laughs> so, you know. And a barbecue action. Um, you know, like doing the dumbest stuff, burning dumb, dumb stuff. I want to you know. um, Yeah, then we talked about uh, what we got complimented about. And oh, yeah. If I was psyched out what I have in my life. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is interesting. Working. You guys and are going said, deep. Good. He was like, what do you, what, what, what was the plan? I'm like, well, we're going to do getting to know you, but Bob has questions. I do. So we're talking about baseball a little bit. And I was like, mm-hmm. I like when baseball comes around because then, you know, like the seasons are changing and stuff is going to, That's know. a good point. Mets are going to be terrible, probably. Who knows? Is that true? I, I, no, they have a good team, but I feel like I'm not, I'd rather be like, this is going to suck. And then no, they go, you know, eighty-eight you. and seventy-four. I go, this is pretty good. You, you, you Last know, year was a nice little run in the middle of the season, right? I mean, they they went eighty-six and seventy-six. Not terrible. No, not terrible. But like, I like to set expectations incredibly low. So when things are good, I'm like even that much more happy. Uh, have we talked about uh, uh, the band that Drug Church is out right now with uh, Thrice? The drummer is super baseball. Oh, wow. he's in Puig Destroyer. He's in Puig Destroyer. Oh, and on, to- Puig. on tour. A lot of the press that he gets is baseball, baseball. podcasts. That wow! Want, that want Put to, me in, coach. That want to talk I'm to. Ready him. to play he's, today. He's like deep in it. And actually, when we played uh, uh, 
uh, shout out to Paul, uh, Paul DC, mm-hmm. uh, from the Northwest, yeah. uh, who uh, I wanted to hook these two people up because Paul is the hot stove king. You know what I mean? Yes. Like he is has a Twitter account solely for following baseball stuff. He's tweeted three times uh, in ten years, and it's he all he does is follow baseball. So, do you know about the baseball project, Tom? Uh, Dude, I feel like I dudes do. from REM's baseball band, who you can go see at like 300 caps, play, play to half full rooms. <laughs> yes, vaguely. It's cool. Yes. And because they're, they're super baseball heads. All right, when, last baseball question before we get into different deep stuff. Do you find yourself like? Do you have a mistress team? Like the Mets aren't <clears throat> right. aren't doing great. Do you have a team you kind of like side yes. eye a little bit? Yeah. Yes, I have two. Okay. Uh, the Cubs. Okay. Oh yeah. Nice. And the Mariners. Ooh. What? What? Uh, why? Why those two? So the Cubs because I uh, when we were out there for a uh, uh, burning fight. We oh went yeah. To yeah. A Cubs game. And field row sausages. Yeah. Wrigley was dope. Mm-hmm. All the um, like the ushers and stuff mm-hmm. like our at least in our section were like all like probably sixty five to seventy five year old women. Mm-hmm. Who like we're talking? This is before they took off, so this is two thousand nine, right? But they're talking about like Mike Fontenot's got to sit down, and this guy, and like they knew everything, and it was awesome, and they were very, very sweet. Um, and we ended up buying four seats, two of which were real, and two of which were fake. <laughs> um, but they let us all sit together, which was cool because not everybody was there. And the same thing in, in Seattle. Um, uh, Michelle, my f- friend Hill, and I went out to seattle for the unbroken undertow show and we went to a mariners game i happened to see ken griffey's last game as mariner so cool straight um, up so cool and and i think felix hernandez was going for 20th win maybe king felix um and it was awesome it was just like all right and i love seattle so like i love the people there so i hope all good things happen to them love that yeah. what about you me uh well i'm a rockies fan because they yeah and i was and it's so cool to be like oh i was a day one fan pre-day one you know what i mean when they um, start 94 94 Two ninety three was the first season, um, but I before that I liked baseball, and I was more of a Mets fan than anything else. Welcome. I enjoy Mets. You know why? Cool logo. Two lived upstate. Three the Yankees were dog shit, yes. and I did like the Yankees too because I got to see the AC Yanks. Enjoyed yes, it. Respect. Got to see Bernie. Got to see Dion. Nice. What's AC? Albany, Albany Colony. Colony. Albany oh. Colony Yankees. Free tickets constantly because yes. my father worked. On the same road that the field was on out there. So off Wolf Road, past the airport. So you go, what's the road from Wolf Road that goes, I guess it's Albany, Sh- Albany Shaker. Shaker. Yeah. Yep. Worked out there. Um, so free tickets all the time. Sweet. It was cool. Good uh, raspberry fields over there, actually, too. Oh, Wild raspberries. Wow. Fields, yeah. Uh, so uh, Tom, so root for the Mets, and then uh, also like the Yankees. So Tom, uh, which means I'm a bad New York but that's okay. baseball because yeah, they're, they're not my number one. Right, yeah. they're two and three. It doesn't matter. Tom, how many uh, minor league games you've been to? Uh, probably like four, or five. Okay. Uh, Fun. As an adult or as a kid? Adult. Okay. I didn't go to any as a kid. Okay. Because they didn't exist in Brooklyn or in Staten right, Island sure. when I was a kid. Yeah, that's right. And it was all like out, you know, like I'm not going to fucking Pittsfield or Binghamton or Utica yeah, or right, Oneonta. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I've been to Yankees and Mets, mm-hmm. and then we went to one. Uh, fuck the Patriots. In, oh, Somerset. Yeah. Yes, it was yep. really cool. Super nice. As Independent a, league. Yeah. A, so the AC Yankees, and I'm sure this is the case for every fucking minor league game in the United States, kids who don't watch the game yes. post up behind the bleachers yes. waiting for to catch foul balls. Yes. It is very fun. Yeah. It was so fun. 
Um, lots of breakout baseball games being played by children there. Yes. Often seemed like that was more of an attraction than the game. Yes. How many games did I go to? I don't know. A lot. Mm, I probably only went to like 10. But. Yeah. I mean, that, maybe that's the number. But when you're a kid, that feels like a lot. Sure. It feels like I'm at every game at that point. <laughs> um, I, I have a uh, saved eBay search for AC Yankees hat. Wow. AC. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> so nice. Um, on April 3rd and 4th, we could go to United Blood. I think you're home. Could go to United Blood, or if you want to stay local, we can go see the Patroons play. Fuck. At the Armory. Fuck. Against Tampa on Friday. God. And the Gulf Coast team on Saturday. I'm very open to those. Andrew and Hans have already gone. <laughs> Went to the opener. <laughs> Which Patroons? The Albany Patroons are the former CBA basketball team. They've survived oh. every iteration <sighs> gone th- of- I think it's the ABL now. It's like... They were CBA, then IBL, then ABA, like all these different fake minor league teams. Right, right. Um, and yeah, what's that Will Ferrell movie? Oh, the, the, the movie? Florida uh, old school. No, 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 no. When he plays on the basketball team, but it's the same thing. It's like minor league. Basketball. It's the Florida Tropics. Yeah, it's uh, fuck. I don't. Hell. I don't know if I've even seen it. So here's the thing: uh, the Patroons had a minor legacy. Yeah, Phil Jackson, head coach. Yep, George Carl, head coach, and Michael uh, Ray Richardson, yes. head coach, player coach, maybe. And as a result, they survive all of these league shakeups, the league dissolves. Well, let's the Patroons' name doesn't belong yeah. to the league. Let's shift it over. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Tom, Tom, my favorite sports teams: Denver Broncos. Yep, do that. Um, Semi-pro was the name of the basketball. That's yeah, sorry. Good. Denver Broncos. Sure. The Albany Patroons might be my favorite, second favorite professional professional sports team. Yeah. Yes. Toronto Argonauts are in my top five. So there we go. Wow. All right. Yeah. Go Rocket Ishmael. Um, wow. Today's ep- this is a good preamble rambler because today's episode is getting to know you. We did something like this on a Patreon episode. Went over well. So we're bringing it over here. I'm going to talk to you guys. And I guess I'll answer the questions a little bit too. But they're mostly for you too to... Let the audience get to know you both a little better. You ready? Yeah. I'm scared. It's vulnerable. No, it's, you, you are. It is. Um, okay. Right. What, what, if they don't, what if they don't like the real me? Hello, me. It's me again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get into questions. Um, if you guys feel like inserting a question in here of any sort, you'll get the flavor. It's, it's a mixed bag, but if you feel like answer, asking a question, please do. Were you both... Users of AOL Instant Messenger, a.k.a. AIM. Yes. Yes. You? Number one. Yes. One, who's someone you spoke to on AIM frequently, who you lost touch with when it became outdated? Singing from Rise Against. Yeah? Yeah, we were buddies. I mean, he's still, I still yeah, see yeah. him in person, yeah, yeah. but like, we you would talk like and chat. Yeah. Okay. I honestly don't know. Remote. I'm sorry, I can't answer this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, my AIM experience is like, it definitely existed, and I definitely mm-hmm. used it. I don't recall who I talked to. Um, I went through, a f- an, I moved out of my house when I was 19, which meant I didn't have a computer from like 2001 to 2003. Wow. So I only used a computer when I was at work to like check my email once in a while and whatever, which was, it was actually quite nice, but... Before that, I had AIM. I had a lot of friends. I would say the people I missed the most, I was very good friends with John Devlin, who became a real-life good friend, but we used to talk on AIM all the time. So shout out to John Devlin, the guy who was in Down in Flames, Down in Flames and then he was in Tear It Up, um, and who I still talk to once in a while. Very cool. All right. You got nothing? I got nothing. Did you ever 
go on a date off of AIM? I I think that the only... That's sad. Here we go. I think the only date that I ever organized off of AIM canceled on me. Oh. Did you ever talk to someone you had never met before on AIM? Oh, yes. I'm sure of it. Yes. Tom? Yes. Okay. I once had a conversation with someone. I had to be 15, maybe 16. Some girl. I think I was being catfished. Then she called me. We talked on the phone for a while. And then I got the vibe that it was like, oh, this girl's a little weird. Yeah, this is a fraud. Yeah. And I, and I got the, I think I might have changed my screen name after that. Yeah, it's yeah. It's too weird. All right. Uh, w- w- wait a second. Um, w- w- have we talked about this? What is the what is the best looking you've ever thought you've been in your life? <sighs> like, are question. you in your golden era now or do you think you're in decline right now? No, I'm all right right now. But I, if I lost 25 and tightened up, I'd be in a nice space because... I think I hit my prime 2004, five in California. Okay. Living in California. Life's pretty good. Maybe six. Got stuff going on. Busy all the time. But I've gained a little bit of weight post high school, like, because I was very, very thin and started to fill out a little bit. But I wasn't, I hadn't gained adult weight. Like, I sit at a cubicle all yeah, day yeah. weight. So uh, probably then, and my hair was just a touch fuller. Um, but I'm I'm doing all right right now. I'm aging gracefully. Thank God for not doing drugs. Yeah, all right. true. Goes a long way. Tom, that's a tough question. Um, I'm very self-loathing, so I'd probably say never, but probably maybe five years ago. Okay. Yeah. I lost a bunch of weight and felt I, good. I felt good. I think you might be right. Like right now, you look really good. Like you look like pretty fucking. What's the word that we use? Like. Uh, Suave, dapper, no, 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 no. rugged, Can, not rugged, not rugged. What, uh, he, yeah, uh, like smooth. The, uh, Someone called me. Uh, you look like the Doseke. You look like the like, guy. Oh, yeah, the uh, like the most interesting man in the world. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, you got that kind of vibe, right? You now? have good hair almost all the time. Yeah, that's true. All right. The only time I think I've seen you with bad hair is when it's outrageously bad. Like you wake up in the morning, like, yes. and it was like standing straight up. Oh, yeah. But you corrected it momentarily. Yeah. Or if I'm wearing a hat the whole day, it's fucking, it's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like we're lucky because men uh, like get better looking at. Like I see pictures now, I go, "What was I doing?" Yeah, oh, doing? yeah. I was like an ugly twenty-three-year-old or something, or a twenty-one. You know what I mean? Or like I see these old indecision pictures. I'm like, "What the fuck?" I have a Caesar. No facial hair. Looks fucking terrible. Yes. Hair-wise, I've I think I've done pretty well most of my time because I've kept You've it kept pretty simple. Yeah. Pretty simple. Yeah. Sometimes when it's grown out a little longer, yeah. that's that's like uh, opinions may vary. You know, mileage may vary. What about you, PK? I think you're in a good space right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think when I'm- you get your hair nice and trim. Looking sharp. sharp, yeah, and yeah. you actually are looking good. With you have put on visible weight now. Thank you. So good job. Uh, yeah, this might. That's the only time you can say that to like maybe three percent of the world's population. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, just put true. some weight on because yeah. everyone else would be like, "Fuck you, dude." And it's such a it's a weird conversation to have, but like when you are a very thin person, it's very different than being someone who's a little heavy set, right? But when somebody's very thin, they get weirdly self-conscious about it, too. Oh, if you got bug body? Yeah. If you got bug body, you're weird about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but you know what, though? No one's looking at you weird. If you're fat, people When I was in you. high school, I had people who were like, yo, he's too skinny. Yeah, like, like, because you can get so skinny. But it's not the same. And don't let me make a false equivalency. Yeah, it's it's not, not the same yeah. to being heavier. No. It's, but you can get, like, when you're that skinny, it almost is like, how the fuck do I gain weight? Sure, it's frustrating. Right. But let, let, let me offer a, a... It's easier uh, to gain weight than lose. 
let me offer an idea here. Who's pulling in here? I don't know. Somebody that doesn't understand spatial relationships yes, at all. Yeah, really the entire, let's rule them all, guys. There's an entire uh, it might be? <laughs> parking lot. So uh, is this a gang thing? Are we, I don't know. Do you want me to get out and be like, dude? I mean, I really don't want them to have my car. No, so they could choose any other place in this lot. I mean, there's literally like 50 other spots. All right, this is it. I'm going to kill them. No, uh, it's gone. Okay, okay. good. They, Thank pulled, God they, they, they heard that and yeah. that was... So, uh, I'm sorry. What, what the fuck were we talking about? Bug body. Oh, uh, no, here's what I'll say though. If you are my age and too thin, mm. you look unwell, and that's a turn off. It could be me. methy. Yeah, yeah, it could be methy. True. Exactly. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's true. And that's the thing. Or so, you can be fat and be like, oh, you're gonna have a heart attack. So yeah. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. rather be methy than be like, you're on your last legs. No, but, I'm no, but it's rough when people think you're gonna rob them. You Do know you what I mean? Like. It's not like yeah, but how rough is it that they, someone's gonna have to try to carry you up and fight a fight? Yeah, okay, that's attack. fair too. When you when you had longer hair, I never thought it was a bad look for you. I did. Well, in hindsight now, yeah, but quite bad. But but it it was funny because now I see it. And it made your head look like a different shape. It was a little you know stupid I mean? shape, yeah, yeah, like small head. Yeah, small. Head. And you don't have a small head. You no. got a normal size head. Your friend, you know, small so. head. Does, yeah, small head, big mouth. <laughs> so I think you're in your best space now. You dress pretty well. Yeah, I don't know. I think a couple of years ago I looked I looked pretty good. Not mm-hmm. a couple of years, like five. Okay. Um, I, I looked pretty good. Yo, California living. Yeah. I know, man. It'll straighten you out. You get outside a lot. You outside just a lot. Glow. Have you guys heard about this butthole regeneration? No. Let's talk about it. You put your butt in the sun. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is that all about? Oh, I thought regen- oh, I thought you meant like your, your butthole was like fucked up and they like- No, no, like no. No, you're, you supposed, to, you're supposed to get some sunlight on yes, there and on it's like- you know, Is that true? Has anybody looked into this, or is this just a meme? No. no, but I've heard it's like if you do 10 minutes. 10 minutes? I mean, you're going to get a fucking fried butthole. Yeah. I mean. Depends on how strong the sun is that day. I, mean, I think any, dude, any? that's not seeing the light of day. Uh, yeah, with our with our Mediterranean complexions over here. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I have read that article. Um, but I mean, apparently, like, you know, think about all the other stuff if it goes through your butthole. Yeah, it's it, a direct it, it hits, line. Yeah. yeah, right. True. All right, I'm with that. All right, number two. Of my questions. Oh that was a good question. Yeah, it was. Can you think of a time where you felt completely broken, emotionally crushed? Yes. Okay. Do you want to share? No. Okay. <laughs> Losing a family member? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Pretty bad. Any times that... Let's say this. Uh, not completely broken emotionally that you recovered from and that you... that Not like something that you'd never get back. You know what I mean? Like, like something where it was like... You felt that way, but then as you're able to look at it in the scope of time, it was really bad, but you were able to come away from it. Yes. Okay. Got yeah. that story? Yeah. I mean, You can bad, get vague. Bad breakup. Bad breakup. You know what I mean? Someone that I thought was like, this is it, and then it wasn't. Mm. Like, this is a couple years ago. Sure. So that's a reason. Uh, I don't want to sound discouraging to our listeners mm. that, that uh, might wrestle with depression, but I, I tend to think, given the experience that I've now had as a 500-year-old man, mm-hmm. that your natural disposition is a key factor for your entire life. Of course. So what I mean to say by that is I have, I don't think that I've been crushed beyond repair or recognition, whatever the question, well, yeah. Whatever yeah, the question yeah. was, because on my worst days, I still sleep. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, like uh, some of the problems that people have, I just don't have. And I don't think that's because... I don't have problems. I think that there's just so much to be said for your natural disposition 
like genetically. You know what I mean? Like truly. Like, and that's so you're saying I, on genetic shit? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I don't mean to. Because I was going to say, do you think people can can switch no, that? That's why you it's don't discouraging. think that? Wow. I, th- I think people that like don't get me wrong. If you've got a major mm-hmm. depression, obviously you can take SSRIs. You can fucking do cognitive therapy. You can do a lot of shit to ameliorate that situation. But uh, I think that many people have an orientation, mm-hmm. and that some people operate happier than others naturally. Is that that's, fair? I mean, I I lean heavily into this belief set myself, but I do think there, like, I think it's almost a damned if you do or damned if you don't on what you say on this. I think you can opt in for that, but there certainly are people who have a much harder time to opt into having a happier disposition. Oh, you can always change your your situation your enough to leaning. make you feel a little bit better, right? Yeah, but or a but little bit worse. but I think there are people who wake up fucking day one birth, you know, from birth. And are having a harder day than everybody else. That, exactly. Than 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 not everybody else, but then other yeah. people. Yeah. And and, and what I'm trying to say is, I've had some really fucking bad days. But as far as uh, like, I would feel out of pocket s- s- claiming that I've exp- that I've you've personally felt, felt mm-hmm. crushed. Person. Do you think you've ever felt a feeling? We were like, fuck. I'm <laughs> how about you? You've ever felt you a did. feeling? Yeah. 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 Stop. You ever felt a feeling? Have you ever felt as if? Something hit you so deeply that you were not going to be able to recover from it. No. Okay. All right. Let's see. Number three, and feel free to jump in. Is there any music you don't or can't listen to because it brings you to a weird place emotionally? And that's a weird place. It doesn't have to be a sad one. It can be. It doesn't have to be a mad one. It can be. But music that you, at this point in your life, you avoid it because it brings you to a weird place. Yeah, I liked the. I've talked about this. I I liked uh, the uh, second Trail of Dead record, mm-hmm. and uh, it brings. If I listen to it now, it brings me to seeing them live, which was so terrible. I don't like to think about it. Mm. Probably some Pedro the Lion songs that uh, tie into the second the question. Second question, yeah, mm. probably. Yeah, yeah. I am trying to think. I think there's been times in life, my life where it had, and maybe there still is. There's some. There's some that make me think of my father and that kind of thing. Right. And that's, and it's not even, like, I don't avoid that. I listen to it, but it brings me to a weird place. I'm, like, kind of all right with it. But it, it can get, it's funny the association you can have with different music. And, oh, for and sure. There's none that I actively currently avoid, but there's been times in my life where yeah. I have. All right. Uh, biggest irrational irritation. Something you know shouldn't get you, but it gets you. Irrational irritation. Uh, jewel pods make me want to shatter the windshield of whatever vehicle I'm walking by. Doesn't not not even irrational. I think that's <laughs> no, it's pretty um, <laughs> irrational. <laughs> irrational. Okay. Uh, <laughs> People that say stuff wrong. Really? Yeah. Like like I had a boss that would say. Um, for all intensive purposes, oh. or like that's one so many of us grew up with though. That's tough. <laughs> well, no, no, but there was also um, all all of all of the sudden. All oh, of that's the sudden. Sucks dick. What are you Some talking of that stuff about? Is really like rough. I had a, an ex that said library. Oh, what? And Valentine's. Wonderful girl. Yeah. Still friendly with her to this day. Said Valentine's no, I don't and this. library. Yeah, I'm a, and I, you got I was me like, there now. We could get married. Except, but you're, except for you this. just say this. Wow. Yeah. Well, now I. So that's probably rational. I've got I go, I've got what my the answer. fuck? I also hate misspellers. Oh, that mm-hmm. one. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm that guy. Um, Irrational shit. Uh, okay, if jewel pods don't count, um, Tide pods. Tide pods. Uh, damn. 
Irrational. Mm. Oh, um, I've got a bandmate that drinks water as soon as he wakes up, and I want to slap it out of his fucking hand. Oh, just grabs it. Yep. That is irrational. The moment, but he, the moment he wakes up. Wow. Pisses me off so fucking bad. I don't think that's you. You haven't drank in probably eight hours. I can't drink anything until an hour after I wake up. My stomach doesn't want that bullshit. So the idea that you're waking up and you what you run a marathon while you're asleep. I mean, I think it's all. Head. I think it's through the rest of it. Though. I also he maybe he maybe wasn't getting enough liquid later on. Yeah. You know what? I've just been going since I've been in a van with people for fucking three weeks. Let me yes. just keep going. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I hate anyone that needs anything. So, mm-hmm. like, for example, if you need coffee, mm-hmm. fuck you. Mm-hmm. If you, Whatever it is, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you can't want it. You know what I mean? Like, I want something every day when Parse I wake that. up. Like, Parse that. Parse yeah. that. Like, uh, but what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like how, how badly do you need? Oh, your your you in, your inability to get a coffee is going to impact my day. What that, are you a fucking that, baby? Okay, coffee? so that to me, it's not. It's that they think they need it and have now assessed that and say, "Oh, I need coffee. I need this first. Mm. That like the fucking it, but first coffee. Yeah, the Kathy. Argh, I need ack. coffee. Ack, right? Yes, ack. Thank you. Uh, that 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 notion does drive me. Up a wall. Um, I'm pretty rough about. Okay, when you go in someone's house, you should do your best to follow Their rules. the rules of the yeah, house. Sure. And then, like sometimes that's not rules, but like if you do dishes the way you do them at your house, but you see this person doing dishes at their house that way, a different way, you should do your best to do it the way they do it. Because who cares? Like that's do just do the thing they want. If they're the weird, way they, if they're weird, you gotta go at their house. You gotta go, that's, with, the you gotta go with their flow. Because right. at your house, you want them to do it your way, which you know may or See, may not be the right true. way. True, because I right, would so rather. So we have people, you know, when you guys are over, and if mm-hmm. Pat uses a dish and he washes it his own way, mm-hmm. I'm just impressed of the courtesy that he washes his own dish. I'm with that, but I'm thinking more like, yeah, if they're going to wash a singular dish, they're taking care of the business. I don't really care, right? But it's like a. Um, if the, it's like a dinner situation, right? I cook, down. you clean up. They're doing that. Yeah. yeah I, to be honest, if I if I have a guest over, I don't want them doing any of that shit. Not on some like, no, no, you're the guest, but right. just like, yo, just fucking. Yeah, there's a way. Let, let me do my business. Um, that that kind of little things like that kind of make me. Sure. Because it's the same thing when you walk into somebody's house if they don't like people with shoes on, fucking take your shoes off. If they don't I care, shit, then don't care. I know I wear my shoes in my house most of the time. I don't yeah. care if people wear their shoes in my house. Right. But, but when I go to straight. yeah, when I go to somebody's house who. Everybody yeah, thinks yeah. I have the shoes. Yep, totally. Oh, no, I would never be like, man, fuck you and keep my shoes on. <laughs> fuck your but couch. I, go, I forget someone's house I went to recently. I'm like, is it cool if I leave my shoes on? I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah, and I was like, all right, then it's, yeah. yeah. Okay. Number five, give me your end of the world, pandemic, the bombs are dropping plan. What are you doing? Uh, so I'm going to You have a get out? No, die. you have a get out plan. What's your, what's your bail plan? Um,. Okay, so I guess I'm going to need firearms and some medicine. I would be big on anti-lice medication because I don't mm. want lice for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Like, mm. get scabies in a post-apocalypse. You're done. It sucks. Post-apocalypse? And, and, to, and to everybody who... Weird fashion. Showing buffalo. So, like, <laughs> look, I like, I like like, uh, like cosmetic surgery and shit. I think that shit's sexy. Mm-hmm. But the... There's certain shit that's like a liability once once the fucking bombs are in the air. You know what I mean? Like if you have, it's the only reason I consider LASIK. The there only you go. Reason. There you go. The only so, reason. So like, I think about instead getting like six pairs of glasses and just 
have Stun- positioned everywhere. Yeah. Well, no, just having a, a, like a kitty of them because in the post-apocalypse, I'm not dying. I'm going to need these six pairs of glasses. This is all I got. Right, and I'm not trying to make people anxious about their breast augmentation, but like you need to have that shit like checked up every 10 years to every 12 years, right? And like, mm-hmm. what happens if there's no doctors anymore? You know what I mean? That just sucks. Well, and, and if there are, this is low on the priority list. Yeah, that's a fact. So shit like that. Also, the teeth, what's the one called? The veneers? The veneers. So yeah. they got to shave your natural teeth down mm-hmm. to get the veneers up in there. But if you break a veneer, what, what's going to happen now? You got little baby teeth? That's not good. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of bad teeth in the post lot, That's a fact, yeah. So I'm not that I worried. I see the road. Okay, so so you're getting you're getting medicines and you're getting firearms. Just I'm not going crazy on the firearms, just enough to like, because look, I, I'm not fighting a war here. If I'm getting overrun by 50 dudes, it is what it is. This is a benefit to living in Albany. You have a place, you can scoot out pretty quick. One, you're not getting bombed. Or Two, I can take over the armory. The armory's going to be a stronghold exactly. during the post-apocalypse. Exactly. Mm, that's a good point. So, uh, Tom, what's your what's your plan? My get out plan? Yeah. Where are you going? Where uh, are you going? How are you doing it? You grabbing people? You got yes, you got no allies? Getting all, my whole family. Okay. Uh, are they a liability? Yes. But okay. I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's okay. If I have to die with them, that's fine. That's fine. Um, For those I love, yeah, yeah I did that. Seriously. That's I mean, nice because I'm, I'm foregoing the family. Really? Andrew, I would... good ally. <laughs> Strong firearms. <laughs> yeah, he loves firearms. Can carry his own weight. I don't trust him, though. He will turn on you. Exactly. At this point, right my now. only dead weight is, who's coming is my son, and he's going to have to learn the way. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Like, like Amanda way. can carry her own weight. She's yep. good. But then Easton will have to start carrying his own weight, too. Fair. Okay. Uh, but but I understand. Family. I love you, Mom. I love you, sister and people. You guys got to figure yourself out. In, 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 I'll give you an ad, I'll give you coordinates, and we'll go from there. Damn. Wow, that's cold. In the end time. If they make it, we're good. What's a divorce in the end time? Do you just give your partner, like, here's- Go a, bag. Here's, that's it. Here's a handgun. I wish you the best. Handguns if things are civil. Never going to see you again. If things are civil, handbag. If they aren't, you just disappear in the night. Right? You take your stuff, you leave their stuff. You know- But if it's your handgun, you take the handgun. Never had shit so bad with somebody that I never want to see them again, but I guess in the post-apocalypse, it it is- uh... Why do you keep saying that? (laughs) I like it. It's good. Post-apocalypse. Because we're creating a new scenario. This is In the future, sometimes sometimes words evolve. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes words evolve, you know? It's the apocalypse. Chicago. (laughs) So what I'm saying is, it is- uh... I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, The the, the breakup. Post oh, yeah, yeah. Like, but what if it really is? I'm never seeing your ass anymore. So let's think about your last breakup it happens in the post-apocalypse. Yeah. Um, that would things be are fine. Because I, that's a woman I really like. She can Really just, like, you leave her a handgun. Uh, leave her a handgun, I'd say. And some supplies. Do you? But can you be in the same uh, settlement? Can you tough. guys be on the same tough. road? I don't think so. I think we can because if the alternative is you're <sighs> going to be murdered on the road. Murdered. Yeah, you'd rather not be. Yeah. What point do you do you split the partnering when you feel as though she is in a safe place? Yeah, when okay. she, when she's got a new tribe around her and she okay, can, and she's in a good I mean? space. Like, yeah. So maybe we should be looking at relationships in a post-apocalyptic way, just in general. Oh, for sure. Okay, Tom, we interrupted. So you're getting your family, but they're in Jersey mostly. They're all in Jersey. Same okay. Time. Okay, well, the same town, that's good. Yes. So I probably get where do you go from there though? Because you, you're not staying in Jersey. Too many people. Yeah. Too close to, to, to dead zones. Yeah. Um maybe go down to the Pine Barrens. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a good that's I was a good option. Say, like, go to like the desert, but like that's not hospitable. So, so that's Grapes of Wrath migration. My mom's 82. Shit. It ain't working. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay. Uh, th- 
Pine Barrens is a great option, actually. So it's kind of like, you know. Get down there in a day, keep good supplies, doesn't take a lot of gas. Many a criminal has evaded law enforcement by hanging out there. So right. pineys, yep. Maybe go to fucking like Ocean Grove. If it happens during any time of the summer, no one's there. Mm-hmm. Break yeah. into a house on the ocean, set up, have a fucking- Try to have some, yeah, try to ally. You have yeah. enough homies down there, you guys yep. could have a little camp, okay? Yep. Enough big houses that we could be like everyone's together, yep. facing the ocean. Bridges, uh, bridges cut off except for the one people stationed. Yep. True, I could disappear into the Adirondacks tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going Berkshires. Okay, because uh, less populated. Adirondacks is pretty sparse too. There is a very specific meme about. Are you? You're. We've talked about campers that disappearing. Yes. Okay. There's a very specific meme to it that I think. Is very funny, and I'm going to show it to you. You okay. don't need to describe it, okay? Or you can, okay? But we'll see. We'll I, judge it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so check out this particular meme, which is okay. every everybody. It is about the 23 year old 23 year old hiker. Where is he? Search for him. Called off after two days due to extreme weather. Went missing despite being extremely prepared and experienced. National Park Service refuses to speak about his case. <laughs> missing since 2014. Still missing. His clothes were found neatly folded on top of a boulder in 2016. <laughs> Where is he? So everybody, <laughs> this is hyper-specific for people that are into camping in national parks yes. and also are aware of this conspiracy that the National Park Service is hiding something about disappearances. How fucking specific is that mean? Very, very specific. Very specific. All right. Uh, have have a have the bail plan tight. Got to get supplies. In twenty twenty, there are a lot of firearms in the U.S. Got to get yourself some firearms. You Got to get yourself some gotta firearms. Got to do it. Unfortunately. All right. This one's a little different than an earlier question, but what was your personal worst day of school that you can remember? Worst day of school. So it could be any age of school, but the worst day. God damn. I, Not the saddest day. You know what? I the was, worst day. I was going, well, the saddest day is a, is a good start because okay. I was going to say, because this is a hardcore podcast, I am going to try to find a way to weave hardcore into the answer. Of course. Answer. Good, please. But this one makes it virtually impossible. It's okay. It's non-core. We'll get some more Corey stuff. Um Worst day of school. I never shit myself, I don't think. No. Um, uh, what percentage of people do you think have shit themselves at school? Thirty uh, percent. Wow, I think it's a little less, but I was going to say twenty. I used to be constant. It might be thirty. It might be thirty, and it's twenty that people know about. I used to use my heel to force the poo back in. Really? Yeah. Um, I think I turtled. That was the closest I got. Okay. Um, I was able to get to the bathroom quick enough. N- Tom is shaking his head. He doesn't like this <laughs> direction. <laughs> Coprophilia. Um, what is uh, worst day of school? Worst day of school. Uh, 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 uh. One time I wore um, uh, like canvas pants, very light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got a, an erection. Mm. Okay. And they were like, "Hey, Mr. Kinlan, come up here and put on the board four plus five. I was mm. talking to. I, I remember being at the bus talking to a girl who, like, we were young, but she had mm-hmm. developed pretty young, and she had a big chest and all that. And he's got a rager. And I just had a rager, and I was like, "Oh man, this is like she can see the rager. Everybody can see the rager." Because it was like these were linen pants. Don't get me. This is why you like dogs so much. You relate to the Red Rocket. I Jesus. do. It was not. Yeah. But I guess that was like that sticks out. But it wasn't a horror show. It wasn't like a, it, it sticks out. It, it was, yeah, you get it. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't a horror show. Oh, Don't yeah. act like you're not impressed. <laughs> you More know, like a peep one. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I got called to the principal's office when 
um, my Paul, yep, our friend, of course. Uh, and I were running Shout for we're running for student council. Yes, and we used. Um, uh, okay, I got called to the principal multiple times, and yeah, he, yeah. and here's so we were in a um, uh, word processing. Uh, class mm-hmm. where we just use the printer to print out like very basic uh, word, uh, you know those little the way that you can manipulate the word to be wavy and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it would just be nonsense. It would be graphic like, design, as they call it in twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Wavy. But it would be like nonsense. Like condoms take away all the feelings. Sure. And then we'd print out like well, a hundred, a hundred of them. Yep. And just like drop them through the. Through the hallways, mm-hmm. so there would just be Good a hun- there would just be a hundred wavy condoms take away all the feeling, <laughs> and we got in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. And then we also got in trouble for we had very edge lord uh, uh, campaign signs for for our uh, student council. Yeah, great. I like that. Well, give me an example. I don't know. I remember I got very like I got R.I.P. to this young woman who has since passed on, mm-hmm. uh, but she got so mad. Because at our when we won student council, yes, uh, or no, maybe it was when we were running. Yeah. I said that we were moving prom to a waste treatment facility, <laughs> <laughs> and some people are very literal. Yes, and she thought that that was like on my agenda, and then we got in trouble for that. Too. We got in trouble a couple times. All right, Tom, worst day of school. Fuck. Uh, want me to vamp? No, I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, the bar exam was the worst experience. No, school I'll do it. Experience. I Did you do it in New York City or in Buffalo? New York City. Okay. Uh, so I had I, it took me twice to pass it. Mm-hmm. First time it was in the Jacob Javits Center. There are ten thousand people that take the bar exam in New York, in New York State. Yes, I was in a room with seven thousand of them. <laughs> Imagine the vibrations of seven thousand people. They very particularly tell That's you crazy. to wear rubber uh, soled shoes. Jesus, because you'll make noise. Some woman wore high heels yeah, and it. had to walk to the bathroom. Power move. And I heard click, her click, walk for click, like 45 click, minutes. Click, click, click. She knows you're all competition. Yeah. We, uh, it's a smart move. Um, a friend of our, a friend of the family was a uh, proctor mm. who happened to be a proctor in my section. Didn't really, he was like, he waved at me, didn't acknowledge me because he didn't want it, anything to look sketchy. Yes. Right? So later on, uh, he runs into my sister and he goes, uh, this is not. This is, doesn't involve me, but it's a funny story. Yeah. So yeah. he goes. Uh, so tell your brother I'm really sorry. I just didn't want it to look like sketchy that I was talking. Yeah. Like no problem, no problem. Um, we had this incident with this guy. Mm. Well, someone had a heart attack in my my bar. Fuck again. Jesus Christ! Um, it's not worth it. For no, not worth uh, it. An older person, but still. Um, and then so she's like, he's like this guy kept going into the bathroom. So people were taking diarrhea. It's like fucking crazy. Yes. Like, they're yes. <laughs> they're like you can't spare a minute. So you're like, I'm not. I'm gonna shit my pants and yes. rather than I've been told people. Yeah, shit their pants rather at the than the bar. Yeah, because yeah. the you're waiting. It smells it's, like it's shit. Insane. It's insane. Like at this thing. Yeah. So this guy keeps going back in. So they're like, all right, you know, I'm gonna go in with him. This guy definitely has like, like he's posted something in there that he's like he's got answers. He's got something. Uh, so they follow him and they're like, all right, you know what? Like we're gonna have to void validate like you know void your scores. You're obviously you have like some cheating mechanism in here. You know we're gonna. He's like, no. Um, when I get anxious, I masturbate. Respect. So he's like, I have to come in here and like jerk off before I like. His. But he had been in there like six times. Who can argue it? Wow. But like, but the, exactly. So you go, like, all right, show me. Speak your truth. Like, show me what you got. Like, what, what, what do you, you, you come in dust? Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And they had to let him like continue to take the test. Wow. Right on. Imagine that. Like, what do you do? But then the Ocean's Eleven twist is that the answers were on his dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what the fucked up thing was? That was the last time people were allowed to use highlighters because someone got busted. 
taking the national part. So there's a national part, and then mm-hmm. you take like your local bar exam, right? It's two days, sixteen hours over the course of two fuck, days. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, if you pass it, you're a fucking maniac and a genius. Yes. I, I, I would think because it's crazy. New York is the second hardest one. California's yes. the hardest. Yes. So um, people were taking the national part that everyone takes and highlighting it. But they had special highlighters that were USBs. So they would highlight everything. Wow. Highlight the entire question. By the time they got home, people on the West Coast were taking it. They would upload it and people would have the fucking questions beforehand. Wow. Okay, all right. Hold on. Uh, a question. Danny Ocean. How do you feel about cheating in baseball? It's related. I'll tell you why. Uh, well, like the, the, what level? the Astro stuff? Like, well, like take, t- take any drug you want. Oh, okay. I, I see, don't give a shit. See, that, that one, mm. for whatever reason, bothers me. We've talked about it. But, like, what about... Uh, uh, stealing signs? Uh, stealing yeah. signs. Stealing signs is a perfect example. Uh, if, if somebody's at, at second and puts their hand on their inner thigh to let you know, like, hey, it's going to be a fastball, yep. fuck it. Fine. Agreed. You, you can't do it. So, using using technology? Nah, not with it. Can we agree that cheating is a fundamental part of baseball in the same way yes, that... Yes, a fundamental that fight, part of life. That fighting is a fundamental part of it's, hockey. It's gaming, yeah. it's gaming the game. What's right. the What's the my route to winning this game? Okay. With that in mind, and I agree with you, with that in mind, that's how I see the bar exam. Being a lawyer is mm-hmm. part and parcel is Being looking a professional for- liar. Oh, what's yeah. the, what's the, uh, it's the, uh, the Star Trek question. The, uh, fuck. There's a question in, um, Star Trek where it's an unanswerable test at Starfleet, but that Kirk breaks the machine mm. so they can, so he can win. And they're like, this is impossible. You must have cheated. And he's like, Yeah. <laughs> I did, and I won. I beat it. You don't know how, so it's uh, yeah. Oh, you fuck. went over. Shout the- out to the one Star Trek fan who, who is yelling at the radio right now. You went over the hedge maze. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, so that was definitely the worst day. <sighs> that's a bad day. Um, let's see. When I was in sixth grade at Latham Ridge Elementary School, mm. I there's there they go. We had a on Prodigy a Mad Libs game. Early internet where we entered in teachers' names and all curse words. Printed it out at uh, a friend's house. Shout oh, out I Matt like Vano. Yeah. Um, Ultimate respect. Brought it in. Yeah, I bet so. Brought it into school laughing with our friends. Laughing like piss laughing. Sure, like yeah. dying laughing. Like curse words in teachers' names. Miss, Fantastic. Mrs. Palante, dick. <laughs> Mrs. Palante has a big, hairy dick. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no, it's got me laughing Fantastic. now. I'm dying. Uh it gets confiscated by Mrs. Washburn, <laughs> a star in the second act. And, and so, what was next to her? Oh, I mean, Mrs. Who knows? Washburn, dildo, asshole, and, yeah. asshole, dildo. Right? Who knows? Right? So, she confiscates. What a dick! Fear for the next three days. Mm. Like, oh shit, I'm gonna get in trouble with my parents. Yes, I'm gonna get in trouble. With the teacher and then knows you find out she loves it. <laughs> She's like, this is very. This parallels my fanfic. <laughs> do you have you been seeing my GeoCity? Do you want to do you want to collab? Yeah, we should talk. Never heard another peep about it. Never got in trouble. I bet and they, we were like, oh my god! I bet they passed it around this she teacher's office, absolutely, and just laughed. Or maybe laughing. they didn't like her, yeah. and they're like, oh. realized the nonsense of sixth graders was like pretty funny. Yeah. And we never, never, I never have even talked about it to a single soul till right now. Um, Getting and then the you. other time in high school, but Mrs. Washburn died of bad vibes. You know what? She was a bad vibe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. That's, I'm just putting it out there. Like I saw it, Miss Washburn. Maybe you've reformed, and yeah. now you're in your 90s, and you're better. Bless up. 
Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers, all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hello out there! Yes, hello out there, everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimbut the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you! Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard. In high school, maybe a sophomore, uh, get called down to the vice principal's office. What's up, Mr. Wolfersberger? Hey, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Wolfersberger? Wolfersberger. Wolfie, as everyone called him. <laughs> yeah, um, called yeah, down, yeah, hey, this young lady uh, claims that someone came up to her and attacked her in the hallway. Said they were like this, this, description. I'm like, oh, Jesus, I, I don't know. And they're like, do you know her? I'm like, I don't know her at all. Like, Actually, I think I have friends who are friends with her. Yeah. But I don't know. I never met her at all. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, well, actually, she said this person came up and like punched her in the face. Jesus. I'm like, oh, my God, that's crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, do you think, you know, and they're like, do you know anything else about it? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who it could have been. I, I mean, I don't know. And they're like, well, she said it was you. Mm. by name I'm like what by the way it wasn't just the vice principal but a police officer also I'm like oh so police officers there taking notes like shit but I also know that I did not punch this girl in the face Um, and I'm like yo I definitely didn't do that that's crazy I've never met this person that's really nuts and they're like all right, well you know what go back to class Um, we'll probably be talking about this tomorrow with you so we'll send someone down to the office for you Nothing comes tonight. I tell my I tell my dad, who's like, you punch a girl in the face? I'm like, no. He's like, all right, well, don't worry about it. If anything happens, tell him to call me. Um, go to school the next day. Kind of like, what the fuck? The police <laughs> in my school. Nothing happens. Next day, nothing happens. Friday, they actually call me down. And like, hey, want to apologize? Sorry about that. Uh, she didn't mean you she meant this other guy who a guy i was friends with but he also didn't do it she just was making it up Mm. and um she's actually now on leave and she won't be in school for the next two weeks um as a decision and she's getting some help wow okay so that was kind of fucked up yeah 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 pretty fucked up day bad day of school Kids struggle with mental health shit, man. Yeah, I've, uh, at the time I was mad, but I never, never once went at her. Nothing to say, nothing bad. 
now looking back, I'm like, I feel bad for this person. No, for just sure. When out, somebody's you know? fucking not doing well, it's so hard <laughs> to stay mad. Uh, go backwards for one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help me out. <laughs> we were talking about punching people in the face. Yes. Okay, but I had something very wolfy. Wolfy. <laughs> Vice principal, police officer, asking questions. Yes. Line of questions. It's kind of like obtuse, and they like honestly. Bravo performance to Wolfie because he, he had me going, going, going and hits me like And you did it. End of the second act. Well she said you did it. Where's Wolfie now? Uh, I think he passed actually. This fucking sucks. So shout out. He was Wolfie a legend. Signed. Legend. Yeah. If he hasn't, somebody play this for him. Okay. Tell him to call me. I'm out. I forgot what the fuck I was gonna All say. Right. All right. Next question. What's a movie you've seen more than ten times? Um Indiana Jones Last Crusade, Apocalypto, uh uh, ten times. Um, uh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Mm. Uh, uh, adventures in babysitting. Um, uh, what else? Uh, can't hardly wait. Mm-hmm. Um, one. A Project X. Uh, the, the new one. Or new the old one? one. New one. Wow. I love it more than anything in life. Uh, <laughs> I think that's true. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Uh, a lot. Tom, you give us some. Dark Knight. Can't hardly wait. Um, Ocean's Eleven. Oh, okay. yes. Pretty good. Um, da, 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 probably Step Brothers. <laughs> oh, good one. 40-Year-Old Virgin. Mm. Uh, I don't know. What else you got? Uh, Groundhog's Day, Lord of the Rings, all three. Wow. Jesus. Star Wars, all of them. Yeah. Uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Ten times. Uh, yeah. Um, I had I had years as an adult living by myself with no internet. Yeah. So VHS tapes were there cool. Um, what else? Uh, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters oh, Two, fuck yeah. Gremlins, not Gremlins Two, but I should try yeah, for that. Should be <laughs> to the um, t- can't hardly wait for sure. Scream. Ten things I hate about you. Well, about That's a great one. That one yeah, does not hit ten for me. Um, there's some good ones from that era. Uh, Terminator Two. Oh, sure. Oh, aliens. I probably aliens. Shawshank Redemption. Just because of cable. Like shout out to cable TV. Do you think in ten years people are going to understand what flipping channel the the like joy of sitting down not and being like fuck productivity. I'm going to shut off and turn something on and just see what's on and start it halfway through. I think in 10 years, people are going to be machines. It doesn't matter. Or the joy of going like, oh, sweet, this just started. Yes. yes. Sweet, this just started. Oh, it just wow. started. Yeah. Oh, oh. all right. Rewatchables. Bill Simmons podcast. Shut up. Um, what's one tour or band disagreement you feel bad or sad about in hindsight? No cop-out answers. <laughs> Look. Bad decision? Band decision? Band or tour disagreement. Like like a band argument, tour thing, something that you look back on. The first side of it is kind of like, is there anything you're like, you know what, I was I was being shitty or I was in the wrong. But if you don't have that, what's one that you're like, oh, you know what? We blew it. Yeah, sad about this. I got both. You go for both. Wow. Um, you think. Because I know you're just trying to spin a I don't story. know. It's like every, everything think is great. One, think of one that, that, think, think, think. Um, during the decision, I was miserable. Towards the end, because mm. I mean, like, it, it, no, you know what I mean. Like, we're playing in front of nobody; it sucked. Um, we, got, yeah. So, like, I kind of feel bad that, like, I wasn't always like we were pushing ourselves more than we needed to uh-huh. because it felt like something we had to do. But right, 
Uh, you weren't in a good space for it? No. And it was like, fuck, man. Like, I just want to like go home. This shit sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't need to play in front of 12 people in fucking Idaho. Right, you know, right. And we didn't play Idaho. That was back when Boise Montana, wouldn't, was Boise was, Boise not, was not, on not on top. But no, but like top. we played like fucking like Great Falls, Montana. Right, and like no it was, was cool there. to say that. Sure, but like who the fuck is coming to see anybody in Great Falls, Montana? Never mind us in Silent Majority on a fucking Tuesday. How discouraging was that for you? Like I mean, Incredibly clearly, right? Incredibly discouraging. Um, and it made something that, like, please stop me if you think this is too much. <laughs> One of the great joys in your life that's 100%. still a joy. Yep. A very tough time. Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate stuff so much more now because it's like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. I mean, it's still a fucking pain in the balls. And like, but at the time, there was starting to be a chore aspect of this. Yeah, just because it was like, and we weren't making, like, I would literally leave for tour with, like, my own money that I raised at my job. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what I lived off of. Like, yes. there was no, like, here's the No per diem. No, we're, no, we're making money to bring home for rent. Nothing. 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 Yeah. So, so, I mean, I was, it was kind of like, a, I was a downer. I get it. Um mm-hmm. Uh, things that we felt bad. I feel like we made a couple of label decisions that we probably um, that we blew it. Yeah, like st- I, trying to be like too DIY, too punk, and we would probably be talking about a different band now. Than yeah. we, you know what I mean? Like yeah. staying with re- Exit and Wreckage, and yeah. not like nobody knew those. No one got those records. Whatever. When we had the big three. Yeah, looking at us, you, right? You know, and like asking us, and I was being like, "No, we're gonna do this next record with X." Like, it's an interesting thing to talk about that loyalty of it, yeah, and also the different register at that time because you only knew your records weren't places because you actually them. went there, right, and right. were feeling it and could see like, "Oh, this isn't." Because now there's so much; it's such a different thing to see and feel and feel that impact. Like you still, I think you still feel it best when you go to a place and you're like, you know, nobody gives a fuck about nobody us knows here. Us yet. But you, yeah. there's no excuse of like, hey, our records aren't out here, our our stuff isn't there. You know, like right. it's so different it, than like that changed radically from 1997 to say like 2007, and then it's changed radically yeah. since then. Yeah. So but I mean, I think about like, oh, you know, unorthodox on like victory in 1997. Yes. Who the fuck would have known? It's a very happened. different thing. You know what I mean? Very Better recording, story. just like more visibility. You know what I mean? We would have been going out with fucking Hate Breed and whoever the fuck else. Okay. Snapcase and you know. And yeah. Is that us and Sound Majority? <laughs> hmm. Oh, but bye, Webbed Wing. Um, are you ready? Do you have some? Sort of. You're going to think it's lame. I, just, I do think I, it's lame. I just I wish I could have paid better attention in college because I was always planning some fucking like 20-day tour. Do you really think that? Do you really wish you had planned? There was a bi- there was a Bible as literature course that I you forget. totally zoned yeah. out totally, and it's probably interesting as fuck. And I wish I had paid better. Attention. I can empathize with some of that mm-hmm. because I spent a lot of time not doing schoolwork. Yeah, interesting classes. My South African literature class was fascinating. That's what I'm saying. I paid a lot of money no. to go to the fucking school. Yeah. I should have paid better attention, but well, I was you, like, you haven't paid that much. No, I haven't paid them yeah, anything. Yet, but <laughs> but, but uh, the uh, theoretically, in yeah. principle, yeah. I owe them a lot. Let's put yeah, it like that. That's I owe true. Them a lot. Yes. So. Uh, so I, I would have liked to have retained some of that knowledge. Is there a band disagreement or argument that you wish you had sidestepped or changed the way it went down? Um, probably end of a year, uh, Michael five who played on the original end of a year stuff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a guy who's your friend, right? A buddy. Not anymore. He hasn't talked to me in 20 years. Right. Uh, but he, uh, always got on with him. Well, yeah. nice guy. Uh, uh, like a foundational member of End of Year oh, yeah, yeah, up yeah. until signing with Rev. Yeah. You guys, uh, does he, he didn't play on the record. Uh, he was there up until uh, signing. So I don't he might have played on the record. He might have played on the record. Anyways, yeah. Right. Um, so he, 
so he he his wife got pregnant. Yes. And we were just about to gain a little bit of traction, and I thought we were going to be touring all the time. Yeah. And I, his wife remembers me saying something very insensitive about it. Now, as everybody in this vehicle knows, I'm not insensitive. So no. so. Uh, it, 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 uh, <laughs> so, so you know what you were definitely not insensitive but <clears throat> indelicate like not delicate or could be misinterpreted not sensitive yeah yeah probably not sensitive not <laughs> okay. insensitive okay. probably yeah. more not sensitive yeah. Yeah, yeah. at any rate anyways yes i i uh i guess i mentioned to her early uh, like probably in front of him i'm sure like uh, hey this band's gonna take off can we, we get, take care of that can, uh, <laughs> I wasn't that fucking insensitive. Wow, that that is pretty insensitive. I just said, no, I was probably <laughs> Can talking. Can we do something? I'll pay for it. I was probably talking about fucking getting uh, fill-ins or whatever. And uh, But think about, like, having a child is a huge fucking thing. <sighs> yes. And if, somebody's, if somebody intones, they don't say it necessarily, but they intone that, <laughs> that you're having a child is... D- potentially limiting your partner's ability to do something that he really likes, yeah. then they're going to feel it in the worst possible way. Exactly. Yep. And, and totally. Uh, Understandable, tr- too. The tr- the tr- well, sort of. The truth of the matter is, I didn't mean that shit. So, like, it, it, it's, uh, you know, uh, but look, a thing that we've talked about many times that we're all guilty of, everyone is, mm-hmm. is when you're in a hypersensitive place or you don't like somebody. You take them literally, whereas you are forgiving of everything they yeah. say when you are not in that space. And you, yeah, and if, but anyway, you take them for the worst possible. It's, um, it's, Michael Five, shout out to Michael Five. Shout out to Michael Five. This. It's but it's sour shit. He did like a revenge band and shit like that. It, like, it, oh, that's right. But whatever. I mean? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I personally don't mind a revenge band. I think they're fun. Yeah, I know. I think you should at least. Now, fucking fifteen years later, I appreciate the spirit. I, lo- right, I mean, I appreciate it at the time. I love a revenge band. I think that's what hardcore is based on. Uh, worst argument you got on on a tour, just worst, and you don't have to get into the details of it. But the worst and like, uh, what happened? Chris, the, well, I don't know the uh, Chris, the drummer for Drug Church, and I can get into it like fucking dogs. Yeah, you I know? can see that. There's a bod. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, oh yeah, he'll t- he'll straight. He doesn't refer to me by my name if I'm not there. He just says our singer, and people will go. Oof. We all know Patrick. What yeah. is wrong with you? And he'll be like, "Our singer. He's not my fucking friend." They really personalized. They him. really enjoyed the activity today. It was fun. It was good. It was, it was good. I thought it was you, you took it in good spirit. The right the right energy. Um, none of them went for your throat. You no, know? no, no, they could have gotten really no vicious canids here. Um, Matchbox Twenty or the Smashing Pumpkins? Which band do you think you were personally more alike? Is marching? Well, I don't know. Fuck. No, this is just saying who you think you're more alike or in tune with. Matchbox 20 or Smashing Pumpkins? Smashing Pumpkins. So Smashing Pumpkins more ambitious, but also more cringy. Yeah. Hard to say. So why why Smashing Pumpkins for you? Uh, Billy Corgan's hard to get along with, too. <laughs> okay. All right. And you were saying Smashing Pumpkins? No, I'm saying, uh, you're saying Matchbox 20 because I'm easy to get along with. Because you want to push, they want to push you a around. A around, exactly. Okay, yeah, that's a good. Are you going to break off? So it's like drug church. You're you're smooth as Santana. Yeah, exactly. I'm waiting for my Santana to arrive. That should be your pure. Once this next record goes big, pure noise. We need that Santana guest for for LP three on pure noise. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I do too. All right. which of the Instagram story forehead things do you like the most? Oh, I don't. 
You've I done some. Hate no, them. no, you've done none. I don't have to know how to get them because they don't seem to. So have you got to click on. So anybody out there, Instagram story forehead thing. You click on it and it says try it or save it. You can save it and do it whenever you want. Mm-hmm. But if you click try it, you can just do it right then. I do that with other filters, but for whatever reason, it doesn't. I, I don't see that option on those. Anyway, oh, the point be. is, um, uh, I don't find them partic- like. Who's I'm waiting? Think who's who's waiting till the end? Who's waiting till the end? Oh look, I'm an Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> if it's if it's <laughs> yo, like, here's right. the thing. You know who? If you find them to be an attractive or nice person, yeah, you wait till the end. You look of at course. their face, of course, and, you see their and that's what it's for. It's another way of taking a fucking selfie. That's exactly right. There's one Tom I want to send to you that is, uh, I think it's a corporate one. But it's, it puts a full full football helmet on you, and it looks fucking cool. That's I'm going to go for cool. the Revelation one that Jay Reason made. Oh, yeah. I'll Shout out to Jay Reason. Yeah. He did one. Yeah. All right. Um, Jesus, he's a renaissance man. He's a renaissance He literally man. created one that was like, which Rev record are you? Oh, let's shout out his uh, label. Yes. Did the Husbandry LP. Yes. Everybody should go out and get that. Um, he has been a supporter of Extra Grind from the very, very beginning. Husbandry, a band you've big upped. Yeah. And I think on their last full length, they kind of they delivered on a sound that is very unique, but also um, I think it's the sound they've been looking for, One they've them, been wanting to do. Uh, so we big up a lot of stuff on this podcast, and we're always happy for when it uh, gets get some momentum, uh, maybe in small some small part due to us. Yeah. Uh, husbandry is fun for me to big up because I don't assume that our listeners will necessarily connect with it, and then when a number of them do, I find that very exciting. Because there was a number of listeners that really were introduced to that band through us, and that's a great feeling because that's it's just—it's not like a hardcore—it's not a hardcore band, you know what I mean? No. So it's like, it's just a thing that I think that is adjacent. Those and people dudes, could appreciate those dudes are the one dude's from Queens. He's a fucking leeway guy, like Verse. you know what I yeah. mean? Like he knows his shit, right? Like so, uh, I like I like when oh is this guy going to jump in front of the train? No, he's watching. That'd he's be enjoying a weird it. Day. That uh, that's going to be the worst day of actual grind if this guy jumps in front of the train. Um, just so you guys know, we're recording this as we look out on a train track, and this guy is getting dangerously close. He's to going the track. for it. Oh, he's been man. walking back and forth too. Okay, so, so he's gonna watch a guy get hit by a we, train. Uh, uh, oh, I, I just honked it for him. No, no, no. Here's yeah, a, he he looked when I honked. Yeah, I'm kind of. Right. I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of of it's the coming, opinion. He's coming from south to north. You got to let him okay. do what he does. All right. Uh, nope, he's good. Yeah, he made it. He's just looking. Oh, he I think be a train guy. We just say we saved a life today, guys. How, How to, to save, save a life. life. All right. Holy fuck. I really thought that dude was going to fucking. I think it was close. No, I think he's kind of. He, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's sure. an autistic guy that likes trains. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like trains, too. Yes. Um, How long would it take oh, you to Christ. be a decent tattoo artist? Did we just skip a question? No. Oh, no. Static Era Records. That's what we were talking about. Oh, Static Era Records. To yeah. Jay. Yeah. He put out, he's putting out a Cruel Hand record. Yeah. Um, put out the husbandry on vinyls. Is, he's yo another. I, I we are going to do an episode soon where we talk about the rise of small labels. There's a bunch of new labels coming up, and Love I'm excited it. for it. I'm getting a bunch of info. If you are a small label and you'd like us to talk about you, send me what you've got going on in 2020, and we'll get there. That's and a, a good and thing. A Twenty dollar thing in an envelope. <laughs> so, <Bob>. so quick, <laughs> quick note about Jay Reason. We should Reason. say what his history is. Uh, so uh, Jay played in what? The distance. The distance. Voice of, reason. Voice of reason. Voice of reason. And but Two he, others. but he was also uh, instrumental in uh, Jamie's label. Jo- uh, yeah, still still born. Still born. Still born. Still born. So uh, Jay has been around a long time and is very knowledgeable. <laughs> so uh, I mean, he's, and he works for like a major. Like he's a fucking smart dude. Yo, stra- shout out to also his youthful vigor. Hold on, we're gonna do this bit again just because I have to be polite. Frank Kimlin. Nice. An inmate at New York State Department of Corrections Jaylen and Community Pickett, Supervision, Sienna. 
This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. To refute, thank you for using Securus. You may start the conversation now. Hey, Dad. Yeah, what's up, pal? You're on a podcast right now. I'm sorry I, I can't stop. Uh, but uh, do you have any strong opinions on Jalen Pickett? Jalen Pickett? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> so are you excited to come back right in time to catch the Patroons as well? Uh, listen, uh, Jalen Pickett's a nice player, by the way. <laughs> Doing real good. Uh, he really is. He really is a nice player. He's, he's, he's special. He's uh, going to go pro. The, the kid can play. He really can. Okay, so so are you excited for Siena basketball? Are you excited for Patroons no, basketball? I love, I love what are you excited Sienna, about? You know, huh? what are you excited about? No, I love I love I love Siena basketball, and I'm, I'm so pleased they're winning. They're on a uh, winning streak at home. They can't lose at home. On know? the Mac, who's the co- who's the coach? Uh, Carmen is a. In fact, Carmen is a, is a good friend of Timmy's. Oh no shit! Same age? Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're great friends. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right, you, you sound medicated. Are you all right? Medicated? No, I'm not medicated. <laughs> I got a cold. Oh, all right. Um, medicated? No. I'm never, never medicated, that's for sure. Uh, uh, straight and alert. Uh, so, Dad, I, I'm sorry, I got to finish up this podcast, but is everything good with you? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just checking in. Where are you? Uh, I'm in Sayreville, New Jersey. Belmar, New Jersey. Belmar. Okay. Where is it? Belmar. It's like on the uh, Jersey Shore. Have you ever been? Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, God, um, Anthony's daughter, Kathy, lives in a wealthy part of that, right on the shore. Oh, God, what's the name of it? Deal. I'm, Something by the sea. Avon. Avon by the sea. Is it Avon by the sea? You got it. That's where the rich live. Yeah, that's where that's where Kathy lives. Uh, all right. Well, I'll look her up. Uh, <laughs> Dad, I'll speak. I'll speak to you soon. All right. All right, pal. Take it easy. All right. It's my old ass dad. Good for him. Second appearance on the show. Maybe. Third. Maybe third. Good yeah. for him. The most frequent guest. Yeah, he's getting there. All right. Um, what we're oh um, this is a two part question, but two different questions. How long, you know, tattoo artists, they have to learn how to. How long would it take you to be a decent tattoo artist? Five years minimum. I'll probably say ten. I have no artistic talent. Okay. Ten years sitting there. How long would it take for you to be a great barista? Uh, an eternity as I find it boring. Six months. Yeah, I think I could do it in three. Tattoo artist, probably three years. A little bit artistic, but I'd need to do it daily. to get Daily. To yeah. do it like okay like i work at the shitty tattoo shop yeah yeah. Scratching. like really bad yeah. really bad what's the last truly great meal you've eaten mm. truly great it's tough truly great i had a great sandwich on the store where? um <clears throat> shockingly enough at a whole foods where the guy just put a little extra love into it and it really went a long way uh magic is what you make it that's fine that's a fact uh i'm trying to think of a great meal tom um, I'm trying to think. I know it's tough. That was Casey recommended this place. Thank goodness it's vegan. Okay, in Chester, New York, and that was really good. I really, really good. That. Okay, very good. I don't know. It's been a long time on the truly great. When I'm in California, I'm very happy to eat food. 
I get just excited because it's stuff I'm familiar with, but I haven't had it in so long. So like whenever I eat a taco loco, usually it's like 10 o'clock at night. It is pleasant to be outside and I'm so happy to be eating what I'm eating. It's usually a truly great meal. Uh, same thing with Secret Spot in Huntington Beach. Oh, I had the uh, Subway vegan meatballs. Oh, God. Yeah. Feels like you just kicked me in the chest. Uh, walking in there felt like I got kicked in the fucking nose. When's the last time you ate at a Subway, Tom? This uh, is my first time in nine years minimum. <laughs> you know what? I was in a uh, a town called Beatty, Nevada. Oh, yeah, yeah, Right yeah. outside of... Um, uh, da, 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 you told the story with Rachel, and, and they, they yes. she said the thing, he's not with us. Right? Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. That's, yeah. <sighs> I haven't eaten... I, I went probably... Workplace proximity is a devil to what you yeah. eat, and I, I ate at a Subway probably seven years ago and haven't since. No, once they were saying, like, the bread is made out of the same stuff as yoga mats. I was like, I'm out. Yeah. The smell, I'm out. Yeah. Smell sounds, I don't know. Smells all right. Oh, it sticks in my clothes. I hate it. What's the last magical show experience you've had? I played a really great show in Toronto. It was really fun. It, it was really, really fun. Have you been positive about Toronto before? Uh, London, Ontario, right? That's that's right, sure. right that's outside. Out, that's yeah. Had a great show there. Uh, that was the show where the dude, uh, him and his very beautiful girlfriend, mm-hmm. show up. He's a muscle guy. Looks like he does MMA or some okay. bullshit. Take is just. I don't want to out him. He's uh, trying to get a menage with you. Or what? No, no, no. Oh. It just looked like maybe him and his friends. It was a party atmosphere. Great. Let me put it like yeah, that. Th- okay. Perfect. Um, well put. And then he lifts up his shirt. To expose a hate breed scene on his giant back. Okay. So it's a back piece of hate breed performing with a pit. What era hate breed? Uh, If I had to guess, post perseverance. Like Mm. Sean Morton's still in it? Mm. I did not recognize Sean Morton. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see him on the man's back. All right. Tom. Uh, Playing or going? Either. Um, I'm gonna say going. Uh, uh, quite honestly, and mm-hmm. I mean not per, you know just not just because you're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the big that the first fucking thirty seconds I have heart at the, the inside at Worcester. Inside, was, yeah, was one of the most insane, uh, like incredible, like things I'd ever seen in my entire life. It was just yeah, uh, it was it was magical. It was just like holy fuck, I can't believe. And as a band, I had seen thirty times before. It wasn't like I can't believe I'm seeing like Judge. Yeah, no, this no. This was like I love this band, but like I've seen them a thousand times. It but was this just felt like, different. Yeah. The lights popping on, them fucking doing the machinist. I was like, this is fucking incredible. Mm. Yeah, that was a that was a Perfect. really good like, one. That was really good actually. Um, those have heart shows were pretty magical. Yeah. Um, you know what? The anxious record release show in Connecticut. Uh, they played, and it was just it was like a year since I had first seen them. A yeah. little under, and they had grown so much and it changed and they owned the show and Mm. it was a room full of people who were really excited about it and they just it was it had that magic feeling and here's the deal uh the other stuff like fiddlehead is a very great band great live they stole they 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 played before fiddlehead it was their record release show so it kind of was their show but they stole that kind of energy and it was like kind of the only time i've ever seen it like no I compare it. I compare it to. I saw Chromags and Underdog play CBs in 2005. Is it Chromags and Killing Underdog? Time. Killing Time. Killing Time headlined. Right. 
and underdog smoked them, and un- and I, that's why I make that comparison because I was always like, yo, know, I saw the Chromags at CBS, and they were like the best band I ever saw at CBS, except maybe Underdog that night. That was, was maybe fucking believable. Like I saw Burn one time own CBS. Yep. I saw the Chromags own CBS several times. Yeah, and seeing Underdog that night, like there was it was something just about that. Perfect. That yeah. was a magic experience. So that's, that's a few. Um. So yeah, any other any you guys have any questions? Anything to throw out there? Mm, I think I'm too short on time to probe right now. All right, well, thank you, we'll everybody. Do this again, though, this is fun. This is a fun one. We'll do this it. Getting to know you. There was a couple. <laughs> Did it get dark? It got dark in uh, literally and uh, a couple darker and moments. Figuratively. All right. All right. See you soon. Peace. Bye. Welcome to live on Axe to Grind. My name's Bob, and joining us today is Antonio from Spine and the band Spine. How's it going, guys? Great. All right, so we have not a grievous error, but we said that your band was from St. Louis. That's correct. And you are actually from... Kansas City. I apologize. That's all right. On behalf of myself, (laughs) uh, from Thomas and Patrick, we apologize. Yo, I love Kansas City. I've talked about it with you guys a few times. What is the worst part about living in Kansas City? Um, probably just like how harsh the winters can be. So we're kind of, we were kind of in that area. We get a lot of ice, we'll get some snow and it'd just be really cold mm. and very depressing come middle of December till sometimes into late March. Yeah. That's really the only downside. Everything else fucking kicks ass. Is that when you guys write your music is the, through the winter? Like, it's like you know, fun. honestly, we, the one record we did do in the winter was deny, right? We do that one. In, yeah. So that, that's probably like our, uh, that's the dower. That's the down record. That's the down record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that's typically like the time that we're kind of like hold up, especially me. Like I just am usually writing a lot. There's not a lot of stuff to do. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, for sure. So we were talking before and I thought this was a cool conversation. First, we'll start with this and then go more serious and then we'll get back to fun. For sure. What is the biggest difference between Kansas City and St. Louis? Um... Honestly, there's not a there's not a ton of difference at this point. I will say though that St. Louis has a lot more. I think they've got a lot more younger kids that are involved with with the scene. Um, they've got a lot of bands that are trying to pop up and trying to make a name for themselves. They're really hustling right now. I'd say yeah. Kansas City is. We've got we've got some younger kids, but it's mostly like I'd say twenty five plus, right. twenty four plus people that are that are involved, which is great. But we just don't have a ton of younger kids that are coming out and starting bands and doing shows and and all that stuff. I feel like St. Louis does have that right now. So what are we gonna do? We gotta fix that because that's not just a problem in Kansas City; it's a problem everywhere. Well, you had a really good idea uh, yeah. about possibly just doing shows where anybody under 21 uh, gets or 20 free. gets in for free yeah, yeah so I think like that's a move that that would be cool it'd give the opportunity for some younger kids to kind of come out uh no strings attached don't have to buy anything right just but come, just come experience out. see what see if they like it see if it's for them you know so that's a cool concept i like it when did you first start going to shows what age fuck i started going to shows um when i was 12 years old right yeah so that was a long time ago i think yeah. one of my first shows i went to was in 2000 Maybe 2001. One of the first ones I can remember was Warp Tour 2001. Right, right. Yeah. And like that's like for me, it was 14, 15. I started going to shows. I started going to hardcore shows. What's not to like when you're that age? You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when it comes to punk and hardcore. It's like, you know, fuck your parents, fuck school, like fuck all this <laughs> shit. Like I don't want to be fucking part of this at all. You know, right. I want to, 
I want to do something different, you know? Like, I was kind of caught in, like, a real big, weird area because, like, I like sports and I played sports. So, yeah. like, I... Yo, you're a big dude. I, play, I played I played sports and I was part of that part, that side of it, but I hated all the other bullshit that came with it, you know? So, I just hated that idea of just being put in a box. I think when you're, like, 12, 13 years old trying to, like, figure shit out, you know, you just kind of, like, you want to, you know, you want to test those limits, you know? See how far you can go. Yo, I mean, yeah. <laughs> how far I can go. Chromex. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. I think that because... You know, you had a space in sports, but I think it's universal that you don't yep. feel it. And I think that's that's not something that's changed in the years, you know, since you were a child or were, uh, that I was a child. All right. What is your big food recommendation for someone coming to the city of Kansas City? I think if you've never been there, I think you're going to have to have barbecue. And I think your first place to go to would be Arthur Bryant's. I think they mm. do the best mm. of like an overall, um, you know, I wouldn't say they have the best ribs. I don't want to say they have the best uh, burnt ends, but they've got a good mix of everything. And I think if you're just going to go try it out, I think you got to go to that spot. AB's is the best. AB's is the best. This is Spine.
I don't want to start any blasphemous rumors, but I think that guy's got a sick sense of humor.